Hello everyone, it is the build-up show, the Champions League is back, we are the champions of Europe, our title defence begins against uh, against Napoli, um, Chris Pajak, um, we were dog shit there last season, <laughs> let's hope it's yeah, better this it's time pretty much round. the worst performance that I can remember, <laughs> we couldn't seem to string a pass together, oh my god, um, obviously got beat, we weren't much better against them in pre-season, although we lost by more, mm. Um they're a tough side to play against, to be honest with you, and I think it will be a very, very tough game. I'm going to skip ahead and say that Liverpool snopped them this time. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah, Ben, if, if Jürgen Klopp talks all the time about like don't look too far back, doesn't really revisit past games for this, but um, you've got to probably surely. should <laughs> just to kind of go, lads, yeah. this, yeah. No. no, no, don't even bother doing any any, any of the work on shape. Just like, do not be as shit as this again, uh, and you'll probably at least be a little bit better. I think, yeah, I think, I think we, I think we would find it very difficult. It's one of the, we couldn't be that shit if we tried. I, I don't, I don't think we could, we could physically be that bad. Um, and you know, the preseason game wasn't any, it wasn't, wasn't much better either, as you say. Um, look, we. It's 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 a it's a big it's a it's a big opportunity to make a big statement early on. You know, we we are the champions of Europe. We've got to go out. Everybody's going to be watching us. They're going to be paying even more attention to us than they were this time last year after we after coming off the back of the the final loss um, in Kiev. So so for us, we've got to, we've got to go out. It's a tough place to go, but I think it helps us that this is probably our toughest fixture in the group, mm-hmm. and we're getting out of the way first. Yeah, I mean that's it. it kind of goes both ways, doesn't it? In that in that regard, Jack, is that it gives you an opportunity to really put a marker down to really set yourself up in the group but equally it'd be nice to warm into Champions League football a bit before having your hardest your hardest game and the most important thing though is that lessons have been learned from last season because away from home whether it was mentality wise or fitness wise good rotation tactically whatever we lost all three away games in the group last year yes we get out but I think given a lot of the stuff we've talked about how many games this side have played you know what we're trying to achieve domestically it is important. It's very, very important that we we give ourselves the opportunity to. If we're going to rest and rotate, having a Champions League game yeah. to spare would be very, very useful. I mean, when when we did the video, Chris, um, just after the Champions League draw, I said that the the main thing for me in this group is salvaging what happened last year, where we went to Napoli, played our worst game of the season. Klopp often says that actually when it came to defending last season, he said don't defend like we did against Napoli, uh, and it's one of them where. I would love us to just go out and absolutely smash them, but you have to put in the factor as well. Of course, we've just come back from an international break. We've got Chelsea on Sunday. So I think there will be rotation and lots of it, but I would, I, I do hope we go there and smash them and come away with, with a big three points at the, at the start I'd, of the Champions League. I'd like to hope that there isn't rotation in this game. I think, you know... Compared to the weekend, though. I think it just got... I'd like to see our... Uh, if you could say there's a first eleven, the first eleven goes out there. I think, you know, it is our toughest game in the Champions League, and as such, I think the points are, are needed from this one more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think three points here, and it sets you up, and and, and you almost can't be caught. Yeah. Um, and you send a message to your group that they've already played Napoli away. They're gonna just be flying at this mm-hmm. point. And maybe it opens up the room to rotate a little bit more in some of the other games where I think you can probably take your foot off the gas a little bit more in the other games, like Genk and Salzburg. I'm okay with rotating there. Napoli are a top draw side, yeah. and as such, I think they deserve the respect. I think 
you know, we play late on Sunday, it's a Tuesday game. The, 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 the issue is the Saturday to the Tuesday, it's not the Tuesday to Chelsea. Yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's an issue for our lads. Yeah, we've set, we've set up for the, we, we've, we've done the rotation, haven't yeah. we? You know, with, from, from the weekend, the only rotation we've seen, we're probably going to see things fixed up and obviously that will depend on injuries, which we'll talk about in a, in a moment, of course. But this is the period of the season, Ben, where we've, um, we've struggled historically, you know, yeah. we, you know because... You think about the Europa League stuff, it was always the Thursday to Sunday stuff, that, that kind of thing. Handling two difficult games a week is a very difficult thing to do. And this is where, wasn't this exact point last season, but we had Napoli, Chelsea back to back last season, and we had a little run of draws and defeats. And that kind of took the wind from our sails yeah. a little bit. Look, we lost one game in the league all season, of course, but this is where. Anything we know about this side so far this season, you can kind of put to one side. That was the first part of the season. This is the real business. This is the meat. Yeah, this definitely. Is the meat and drink uh, of the season. But I'm in, I'm more encouraged. I mean, obviously, last season was an incredible success. But if you think about the way we actually started last season, there was a little bit of disjointedness about it. You know, I remember us playing Brighton at home and it wasn't quite working yet. You know, we we won one nil, but we kind of got through it. You know, and and this game, this game this time last year. Did sum it up in the sense of you know we were we were so poor there. This season we've clicked pretty much instantly, mm-hmm. and we're playing really exciting, um, you know, breathtaking football at times. And I think that will, you know, the momentum that we've, we've we've built up so far this season, combined with the fact that you know the likes of Jordan Henderson was rested at the weekend. You know, you've got the likes of Milner who can come back in and do a job. You know, we've got lots of options to come in. Um, and, and, and they will carry us forward and I, I think I think we will put in a much better performance tomorrow night absolutely the one thing we have to be worried about I think or, or at least concerned about is that Napoli will feel like they should have got through in the group you know that big save from from Allison towards the end of the Champions League group stage game at Anfield and the way that they beat us they'll be they'll be out for baying for our blood because they they'll think that we stole their place in the in the finals of the Champions League as it were so I think we do need to be a little bit concerned about that but ultimately the way that we're playing right I just I, I said that on the final way Joe I don't look at a game and think Liverpool aren't going to win it anymore it's, I, you know, Not, was, the draws don't even come into my head anymore no, I'm, just, I, I'm looking at it going we might win the quadruple and win every game this season <laughs> no honestly we, mm. I had I was thinking about I was thinking about these shows and going going through the season, and, and that's why I think the conversation about <laughs> the two games a week is so is so important, and to not for us not to get too far ahead of ourselves. Because I'm dead right with you. I'm, I'm kind of thinking, how, what? There's almost no point in like these shows are like Liverpool are really good if they play to the best of their ability. They'll probably win the game coming up because because they're, so, they're so good at footy. Now, if your opponent plays really well and they get they get a bit of a, a bit of luck, etc., etc., they they might win because that's football. There you go. That's your show, everyone. Um, we'll see you all back here for the reaction when we talk about you how know, good Liverpool yeah, were, exactly. Like and how good the front three is and how how you know how well the, this this you know slightly less cultured but ultimately brilliantly working work midfield helps etc 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 so no it is it is important that we, we can I just do a bit of the match reaction then isn't it wasn't it amazing against Napoli how it wasn't Mane and Firmino but it was Salah this week who stood up and scored the goals <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it um, one thing about one thing about Napoli which could actually play into our favour obviously we saw in pre-season Jeff the they, they just wiped the floor with us. We were, we were dreadful. It was probably the worst performance mm. in pre-season in, in the game in the game in Edinburgh. The 
it's almost flipped now because they were a bit more relaxed in terms of their build-up. Liverpool were throwing games together, you know, in preseason just to try and get some semblance of fitness, still without all the best players available to us at the time. We're now comfortably into the season, you know, five games in the league under the way and the, and the, and the two, the Charity Shield and the Super Cup as well. Napoli have only played three games so far because of the Italian league starts a little bit later. They've conceded seven goals so far, four, albeit four of them to Juventus in, in game week two. So we should be, I think the timing of this game suits us quite, quite well. Yeah, I do think, I mean, I watched that Juventus game and obviously Juventus are a very, very good side, but there were issues for, for Napoli defensively. But obviously they have Koulibaly, who is one of the greatest centre-backs in the world right now. And I think if you look at that game last season when we played Napoli away from home, um, Koulibaly was everywhere. He's not he was just, left wing. Yeah. He was left yeah, wing, that's the thing. bombing down. He's yeah, incredible. Yeah, I love him. And, and it's one of them where he literally is all over the pitch and... We're we're constantly, as you say, we're constantly bigging up our front three at the minute, and this will be a tough game for them. It really will be a tough game for them. And you put on here, it would have been nice to have a fresh fresh Firmino because yeah. it would have been because you've got him coming in fresh, ready to go against a very good centre back, and you know with his dropping in deep, and it's whether Koulibaly is 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 on is on top form. Too. I don't think he's asked at the moment, Firmino. I think no, he's just no, going to go agree. out and carry on doing yeah. what he's doing. I, think, I don't think tiredness even enters his brain. I think he's the just game plan, what he's doing. I think what we talk about it though is. It's we have to talk about these games mm. side by side, and you have yeah. to talk about Chelsea is in the is, is in the thinking, and that's the problem where we the, the rotation is just slightly undone by the fact that Firmino would have come on, he'd have absolutely come on against Newcastle, he'd probably had half an hour just to keep him keep him ticking over. But you know, it's a fine balance, isn't it? The sports scientists that we'll never be truly privy to, but there's a reason why we wrote, we chose that game, you know, to put yeah. a bit of freshness back back in his leg. So you're right, it's early in the season. I mean, because it's not going to, it shouldn't matter, but th that was clearly the game plan. So it's something that's gone against our, our plan. Yeah, for I think game. when Klopp was speaking after the after the game, he said that one of the reasons it was always in the plan to get Firmino on the bench for that game. It wasn't because they felt that he couldn't play. It was just because they actually didn't really know how he'd be because yeah. they didn't have any time with him. He came back on the Thursday, didn't he, before the game. So they had a little bit of time with him on the Friday. They hadn't assessed him, really. But, but Klopp did say, I knew he was ready. Yeah. I had no issues with bringing him on with 60, uh, 30 minutes gone and 60 to play, sorry. So I think Firmino's one of them lads that he will want to play in every single game. Mm. He looks better for playing in every single game. And he'll have been happy that he came on after yeah. 30 minutes. Oh, God, he'll have yeah. been gutted for Divock. Yeah. But he'll have been made up. And he'll be there knocking on the door going, don't even fucking think about resting me for this one. Mm. Because I've got some other skills that you haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a chip through all with my left foot now for just for a laugh. It might um, benefit us a little bit more that he actually got an hour. Because he, he might yeah. have come on for half an hour. It, but, but it's, it's, but it's it, difficult to get into the game. Especially becomes... if you're being comfortable. You know, if, if, you, if you're winning the game, sure. and you, you, you come on with half an hour to go. But actually, he came on, played an hour and changed the game. But it's so not it's as well as and now everyone's talking about him yeah, though yeah. as well I mean he's got to love that true but it's not that it's the Chelsea game that's the, yeah. the issue of course he can play this game you know yeah. it's it's the if you're then asking the, all three again to go big yeah. for in the weekend he's not going to play MK Dons so then you go no, no, yeah, the benefits there you know so absolutely but yeah. you know when we talk about those fine margins when you cut playing two big teams in a week mm. that extra 1% 2% 5% that that's the last twenty minutes of that Chelsea game. That's where those those little percentage differences are. The, you know, they look, look, ultimately, we're talking about a, a brilliant Liverpool side who will undoubtedly be are as capable of coping as any Liverpool side I've ever seen. Yeah. 
But if we have to find something that might, you know, to just for, just to give us something to talk about, lads, <laughs> just to give us something well, to talk about that isn't yeah. Liverpool or boss, let's move, let, let's yeah, move I mean, on. Look, look the, the one thing I would say is like, if we're gonna if we're gonna think about that Chelsea game as well, the lads that are in form for Chelsea have not done this before. Mm-hmm. Your Mounts, yeah. your Abrahams, uh, the the, the centre half who scored a screamer. Yeah. They've not done three games in a week before. Now, admittedly, they're playing at home to Valencia and at home to us. Yeah. But this is new territory for yeah. them. Our lads have been there and done it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not as, as worried about it as, as maybe some people would be. Some slight concerns fitness-wise for Liverpool ahead of this game. Uh, Robertson didn't train on uh, Monday. Klopp said after the game that he had a knock. He had had a knock, but both said he did say they were both okay so you imagine it's probably just a precautionary thing with Robert Mane was, was looking at his stuff before half time was bending over and, and stretching himself out and stuff so it doesn't surprise me the Robbo one does um, <laughs> Gomez or Milner yeah, that's a, that's it, and and obviously we know Divock, Divock was going for a scan at the time of film. We don't know where where he's at with that, but I was one of the things that I was thinking about the the Rigi thing is that. And we talked very briefly on the final word show about Shakiri being a bit unlucky in terms of like the amount of players who very briefly yeah <laughs> but the amount of players who have under Jurgen Klopp normally if you're there at Melwood throughout an international break you're almost certain to start the start the next game. Mm. These things happen in seasons where you get opportunities, and you could be that. Like I don't think Shakiri's going to start this game, but if it just gives him a one-game opportunity to jump above the pecking order, mm-hmm. if Origi's out, or you know, we, we've not seen anything really of Brewster. You know, he was hyped up so much in pre-season. These could be the situations where Shakiri and Brewster will be looking at it, going, "Okay, cool." It means that one of them is likely is more likely to get minutes on the pitch off the back of it. There's an, there's an exciting thing there, if nothing else. But um, Shakiri's lucky as well because he's dead small. So he could probably train in the aisle of the plane over onto the athlete, whereas everyone else is missing <laughs> sessions. <laughs> he trained in the cockpit, couldn't he? Yeah, you could take him in hand luggage and he could train in there, yeah. to be fair. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about then uh, what we think the, the 11's likely to be in a moment. Before we do, uh, Chris sat down with athletic journalist Simon Hughes this week um, and he talked about is it, was this, this was the greatest Liverpool side of all. This was preview hassle. Yeah, he nailed it really, didn't he? Absolutely. So take a look at this. If you look at what he did last season, you know, it's the same. He's used to the the one area this season which he hasn't got right consistently over the last few years has been the winter or January. January, yeah. January, February. January, yeah, yeah. He's still. It's where the season. If they've fallen short, that's where they've fallen short. It was definitely the case. I think he can point to towards that period last season. Where they obviously lost to City, drew with Leicester, and then drew with West Ham. But um, you know, this this stage of the season, he, he seems to be pretty good at now. Last season, you know, I know they, they lost a couple of games in against Napoli and and um, in the League Cup, didn't they? And and then drew with Chelsea. Um, but he, he seems to he seems to keep a regularly settled team in this period. It tends to be December where he starts. Chopping and changing it a bit, you know, ahead of the, the the Christmas period. So, if his if his past sort of um, if his past sort of selection process is anything to go by, I'd imagine it's going to be pretty similar. Um, of course, last season it seems a bit different to this season in the sense that the uh, the forward line are a lot more functioning at this moment in time. Last season they, they struggled to click. I think after the World Cup and. All seemed a bit tired, but we were playing a different formation then as well. Yeah. We were playing a lot of the 4-2-3-1 or the 
four two 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 whatever you want to say we, we we were playing it now we just seem to have continued with what we were doing at the back yeah. end of last season it does seem to be working for us that's available in video form and in podcast form as well on the redmentv.com you'll have seen the first part was out on youtube this week that continued into the second part very very good and insightful stuff from the wonderful site Hugh. so get over to the website sign up it's free for the first month so you get that for absolutely nothing as well as a whole host of excellent content including the reds news roundup show the around the league podcast and the man of the match podcast as well um yes let's talk about this game then let's work on the presumption let's just say andy robertson's a slight doubt i think he's always one of those players chris where he'll, he'll run through brick walls if he's if he's capable of getting to his feet he'll want to be on the pitch james milner i mean to be fair he's not two years a lot of two football. years ago he played left back and got the most assists in the champions league didn't he mm-hmm. um i fancy a little bit of that i was because you mentioned just just earlier paul well you know if you're at melwood then you do, do normally in an international break get the game after. And I thought Milner would have got that game against Newcastle. So with him not getting that, I was already thinking, Oman and Aaron, whether he'd get a game against Napoli. Yeah. Um, and I thought, honestly, I thought it would probably be in sentiment. But if Robbo's injured, I, I think left-back. I mean, we, look, we saw it against Barcelona, didn't we? You know, at, at Anfield, Ben, he comes on the pitch. He's look, no one's... He's not He's not left-footed, so you're always going to going to have that. But there's a guy... Tons of experience. He's great, he's, particularly when you if you if you're going to push on. It depends what we're looking for from this game because yeah. there's a case to play Joe Gomez at right back in in this one. We've seen that mm. historically yeah. in, in games with teams that are going to cause us problems to go with a slightly more defensive Joe Gomez sort of way in the in the new camp. Um, there's definitely some there's definitely some changes that are going to happen. There's, there's, I think there's a base logic that you would probably have just brought Henderson in for Oxley Chamberlain yeah. and just brought Firmino back into the starting lineup. And I think most of us would have been happy, yeah. but there could be one or two others as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think it's difficult because you just you don't want it. It's not dropping, but you you don't want to take anybody out the side because you know I, I considered Gomez for Matic, but then at the same time, like, well, why would I take Matic out the side at the mm. moment? He's a top player. Yeah. He's not. He's not. You know, doing a particularly intense job, he, he's not going to be fatigued. Yeah. So, you, so you, you might as well keep him. And I suppose then that does free him up because he, pro- you know, as in, sorry, it does free Joe Gomez up to play right back because yeah. you're looking ahead at Chelsea and you're going, well, you know, you're going, you're going to want, you're going to want Trent for Chelsea because going forward they're leaking goals. There's, op- there's opportunities there for us to cause them a lot of problems with our fullbacks. Mm-hmm. So you know, so so you, you target them, target them games. And we did this a lot last season where you're almost targeting games in pairs and you, you're yeah. trying to piece together bits of jigsaws to try and. Figure out who's going to play where. For I've got then? Milner in midfield. Okay. Okay, and I've got and, I, and I've got Fabinho in because I think he's the first name on the team sheet at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then I've got Henderson in as well. That's my midfield three. I've got Robertson to start because it's my preferred eleven, and I'd like him to. Um, and then I've got Matip and Van Dijk at the back and front three. What's quite interesting about the that the midfield is that we start we actually bring Fabinho into the game because Keita gets mm-hmm. gets injured away away last season. The midfield that we we end up with. Is Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, Milner comes on a bit a bit later on. We could actually start with that, and it, it, it feeds into this notion, Chris. We talked about this a lot at the back end of last season that we've we didn't really see Fabinho. We forget that it's Fabinho's only really now just established in the team. That could be one of those fundamental differences. We, the criticism was so heavy of our midfield in away games in Europe last season, whereas this will be a decent test of that. Yeah, I think you know. I can't believe we never actually really spoke about Fabinho on the final word show because for me it was it was so close between him and Firmino for man of the match. Mm. I just think that I don't know what it is about him, but certainly when we're attacking, he just sort of stands fifteen yards behind the D and teams just can't seem to get out. And it's just like 
it's a constant cycle of us attack, they kick it clear, Fabinho gets it, and we start again. And he's just, I think he, you know, he's one of my favourite midfielders we've ever had. Mm. Like I, I, I would put him up very close to Steven Gerrard levels at, at the way he I really think wow. he's that good. I think he's unbelievable. Like I think he's well better than Mascherano. I think he's better than Xabi Alonso was for us. I just think he's uh, truly crucial to everything that we're doing at the moment. And as such, he's first name on the team sheet almost every week. And there's our all engagements in the comments section sorted as well for the week. Thanks for that, Chris. I did say almost up there with Stephen Gerrard, didn't I? I I'm just for the Zabby record, Al I said almost if, the, they, if, they, if they just blanked it's over It's the Zabby Alonso fanboys you want to watch mm. out for, mate. Um, Stand yeah, by it. It's, Stand um, by it. Yeah, and anyone got anything radical or interesting they're going to do with this, Jack? I just play a team of bobbies at the minute with the form. <laughs> I just play in every position. Stick Milner in goal as well to give him a game. And yeah. There you go. <laughs> let's work on the assumption then. Let, let, let's just say, let's say if Robertson, Robertson's going to, if he's fit, he'll start. But if he's out, where did he pick up? Did he pick up an injury at the weekend? Yeah, just a knocker. Oh, right, okay. I, 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 I missed that. Yeah. Okay. So um, Milner, Milner at left back. Um, Anyone going Gomez right back, Jack? I I went with Gomez at right back. Okay. I um I went with. The team you'd expect, really. So Adrian, Robbo, VVD, Matip, Gomez, Fabinho, Henderson, Milner, and then the front three. I, I think. But if if Robbo is injured, I would rather Milner play left back. Um, I think Gomez is going to have times this season where he's going to play at right back, and playing him in too many positions can can be a problem. I think. Mm -hmm. So and as Chris said, Milner was superb uh, this season where we lost in Kiev. Um, and do you know I, I would trust him 100% to, to slot in at left back and do the job? Yeah, I mean, if Chris, if we have to play Milner left back, do you make Trent go one more and, and continue at right back just to make sure that we're not losing too much of yeah. the because they're so essential yeah, to how I think, we play? I think yeah. you do. I think it's one of Robertson or Trent off the field at a time. It's never both. Yeah, that, that's me. why I, I went with Robbo on here because I, I do not think that if Robbo is injured. That mm -hmm. Gomez will start right back. I think you can't do that. You can't mess with both fullbacks. I think you'd have to pick one or the other. Okay. Cool. Nothing else radical at all. No. No. Um, no. I I I I agree. And for me, I mean, Henderson's just going to come back yeah. into this. But great that we got an opportunity to give him a give him a game off, which is brilliant. Give him a lot of uh, get him fired up as well by just getting mercilessly booed by the Newcastle fans every time he uh, every time he warms up, made up. And, and his, his energy is going to be key here because yeah. this is going to be a physical game. This, you know, Napoli come and they you know they they like to chop your legs off a little bit, and he likes a good tackle, Jordan Henderson. And I think that will have been the thinking. It's a ve it's it's going to be a very hard working midfield, and I think I think. That's why I put Milner in as well, because just for the experience in there and, and doing the basics right, because that's what James Milner does very well, and he do, he'll do it he'll do it very well if he plays at left back. But just doing the most basic things correctly in a big European game yeah. is what is what you need. There's to, a temptation I think, with, the, with Wijnaldum. I think mm. Klopp loves him, and I know he plays he plays pretty much every minute he's available to play, doesn't he? But there is that thing of Milner's there if we don't need him at left back. I don't mind us making. I think Milner's. You don't see a significant drop off for having James Milner in there. So there's, you can rotate. There's players you can rotate that don't have a don't really have a negative impact in anything that you do. And Milner's one of them. So if we've got if we've if we're able to use him in midfield, I'd, I would rather Wijnaldum play. I'd have Wijnaldum play every game because I think he I think he's brilliant. But that's just a good chance to give Genie a game a game off without it having a negative impact on what you're doing. And I don't think there's, you know, I don't think you can really do that to the front three. I don't think you can do that particularly in a big game anymore in the six. 
so Fabinho has to start and so yeah that it kind of it's a good chance for good chance for Miller for me anyway and I don't know that my only concern with the Gomez at right back thing is we saw it in the Super Cup Chris we just weren't as balanced we weren't as, we were we just weren't as good for having Joe Gomez in at right back because as much as he is a, he's a pretty good right back he would start right back for the vast majority of teams in Europe I think you know but Trent is so good that there's no we're reaching that point now where what game do you not need someone who's got that ability in, no in... and it's it's like I agree with you I think you know I could sit here and talk about how Gomez isn't quite the player that Trent is going forward everybody knows this already yeah. don't they but for me one of the big things that I noticed after the Newcastle game and why I think our fullbacks are so important is when we take when we take corners it's Trent and Robbo who are the two lads that are on the on the edge of our half, isn't it? You know, they're the last line of defence. And the ball so often goes to them after the team clears. And all of a sudden, you've almost got two centre midfielders pinging the ball back to a left winger or a right winger. And Liverpool start again. And I think even if you just put Joe Gomez there, in that one situation of the game, he doesn't do what they do. We don't get on the front foot quite as quickly. It might go back to the goalkeeper before it comes back out to yeah. a centre-half. Do you know what I mean? And, and so there's... Yes, Trent's better than Gomez going forwards, but he's also better in other situations. You lose the threat from corners. We've been so good at corners this season so far. We've scored goals already. Yeah. There's just so many things that you lose for it taking Trent out. Admittedly, Gomez can take a free kick about it now as well. Yeah, like. <laughs> it depends on our mentality, doesn't it? I think if we're going there to play our natural game, Trent is our natural game. But if we're all, if we're thinking, let's go and do a vintage away. Don't you know? Don't do we want too draw? much energy? Yeah, you know Brexit if we're happy with the, yeah. Well, no, but you know if we yeah exactly yeah. But you know if we're happy to go there and frustrate them and nick a goal, mm. play on the counter or whatever, then Gomez is probably fine in in that situation because you're keeping the door shut at, at the other end. But the better you become, the more and more you start to think of like I say, it's a, it's a it's a it's a brave man who takes Trent out the side now because of just how 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 good he is going going the other way. Um, let's briefly look at the other fixtures then. Chelsea, as mentioned, the Chelsea Valencia is also on Tuesday. Olympiacos hosts Spurs on the Wednesday, and, and City travel to Shakhtar all the way to the Ukraine. Ooh. Yeah, and in their private, comfortable jets, probably. Who's City got at the weekend? Watford. At home? Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> Brighton at home again, Charles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that is what it is. Um, let's have your score predictions for this then. Jack, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> I'm going with 3-1. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll be up for giving them revenge for pre-season, for last season. I think we're just rampant at the minute. And it's just, as Ben said in, in the final word, I just think... I can't see a game where we don't score over two goals, even with one of the best centre backs in the world at, at the back for Napoli. It's like I just can't, I just can't see it. Well, I'm going to go one nil. Um, yeah. So <laughs> completely, no, completely <laughs> against what I said at the final. <laughs> I think it's going to be tight. I think I, I, I don't know whether it's just me perception of how it went last year. I think it's going to be a similar game. I don't think it's going to be a vintage Liverpool performance, but I do have confidence in us turning it around and, and actually getting a good result out of what might be a mediocre performance and, yeah. and, and nicking a win. I think a win's a win in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, are you thinking, you, but you did say snotted right at the top? I'm going to sure. go a 3-0 away win. Wow. And, and listen, I know Napoli are a good side and I, I really do think Napoli are a really, really good side. And I know I talked earlier about how you know Napoli will want revenge for us. I think our lads want revenge for the performance that we mm. put in out there. And I think we just go there and just showcase our class. And, and, and literally, my big thing after after this round of games is 
everyone's talking about how can you stop Liverpool. Yeah. And I think the champions going out first game away from home in their toughest away in the group and snotting aside and all of a sudden everyone's like, fuck. Sounds they're lovely. gonna do it again. Sounds lovely. I like the story. <laughs> I um, no, I I look I it's it's it, we might as well just predict Liverpool wins. This before, but no, I, I, and we did it when we were shit. No, exactly. But I did this. I did this for all three away games last last season. I was like, oh, that like, well, we're this good, and we got to the final last season. We need to prove we're going to do the blah 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 blah. And we beat PSG in the opening game, so you know we, we can do the. And then we were just teared in all the away games. Um, I think it will be a much a much tighter thing, and I, 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 it doesn't matter how Liverpool win this no, game no. really. Inevitably, you're right. If we put if we put three goals on the board, it sends a, a massive message to everyone but what really is the most important thing is I think getting out of this with a minimal fuss you know without having to go flat out without having to throw subs at things to try and make things happen if we can go and get it go and get a, a nice tight defensive keep a clean sheet and nick a goal for me you know it's not going to be I want to I want to forget about this game I want us to not talk about the, these group games I want them to be stock standard wins ex- yeah. exactly to the best of our ability um, so yeah I, I, I think it might be a close one it might be 1-0 or 2-1 or 2-1 to Liverpool uh, let us know your score predictions though in the comments section underneath or tweet us at the Redmen TV as well yeah if you want more great content from us make sure you head over to the redmentv.com the aforementioned Cy Hughes interview is on there uh, and a whole host of other brilliant things as well so yeah it's completely free Go and try it out and see how you get on with it. Um, other than that, gentlemen, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Uh, the Champions of Europe back in action on Tuesday. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a Red. Enjoy the game and we'll be back post-match.